so many things you need to learn and understand. And the Bible says he's given to profit us. God has given us gifts of the spirit so that we can be at, at advantage. So number one, we need to know the gifts of the spirit. We need to learn them. We need to understand them so that we can now begin to press in for the manifestation of it. Even the 21st century believer, Pentecostal believer, only stops at speaking in tongues. When the manifestation of the spirit comes, the manifestation of the gift comes, with the evidence of speaking with due tongues, it stops. One over nine. One over nine in, every, in any institution is failure with a capital F. Should not only stay there. The Bible says, covet spiritual gifts. Covet it. If there's anything to covet, it's this one. Not your neighbor's car, not your neighbor's house, not your neighbor's washing machine. It's automatic. It's remote control. You can control it from the bedroom and living room. That's not what you covet. Say, covet spiritual gifts. It was you say, ah, Lord, you must give me this one. It's inside of me, but it must manifest. Amen. And I'm trusting God today as we lay the foundation, as we begin to lay the foundation, understanding comes your way, you begin to press in for it. Press in for the manifestation of it. Press in to see it materialize in your life. Amen. And God will bless you in Jesus' name. First Corinthians 12, First Corinthians 12, verses 7 to 11. God is saying, I got it now. Okay. One or two people got it. Are you there? You got to open it. This is Bible study. Praise God. Come with your Bibles, not your phones, your Bibles. Come to study the Bible today. Amen. Phones are convenient. Good. When you come to church, because there are some things you need to underline. It's a study. Hmm? Praise God. And the writing material, you need to write down too. Praise God. I got my pen here. I got a pencil here to write. Praise God. And those of you who know how to type, get your iPad, just make sure you eye write. Amen. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to how many people? Every man. Another one says, oh man. He says, every man to profit without. It's given to you to make profit. To make your life better. And the life of others around you. For to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom. To another the word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discernment of spirit. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit. Dividing to every man severally as he wills. 
Now, this operation of the spirit or the manifestation of spirit is as the Holy Spirit wills. It's as the Holy Spirit wills. It's not everything that the Spirit of God reveals to us. It's not everything. There are days I would want to go for ministration and people will line up for different things. Sometimes before I get there, the Holy Spirit will be telling me that there is somebody there is wearing a red dress. Tall. He will even give me the picture of the person. And he will tell me all about the person's life. Now, it's not every ministration that he does that. That is simply the operation of the spirit called word of knowledge. He will tell me facts about an individual. It's not every time. There are times it will be that he will tell me that this person is sick. And the sick and the sickness the person has, it has to do with lungs, breathing problem. In fact, it, would, it can reveal to me that the person has cancer. I can see, like, probably the lungs of the human being, and one side is rotten. I know it's cancer. Praise God. And sometimes he opens my eyes to see a demon just at the shoulder or just fellowshipping at that place. Fellowshipping. Praise God. And when I command the thing to go in the name of Jesus, you see the demon will just fall off. Baka. Praise God. Now, not every time does it. It's as the spirit wills. There are sometimes he will not even show anything. But we just say, say this. It's in hearing. Not in seeing sometimes. It's in hearing. He will tell you. There are facts you can know about somebody. <laughs> don't, don't use word, word, of, word from knowledge. <laughs> Praise God. Word from knowledge. Maybe they have told you that this person is not living a right life. Then you get into the meeting, you see the same person. Then you begin to look at the person. That's not, that's not by revelation. That's from information. Praise God. But the Holy Spirit may now begin to tell you things about the person, not necessarily affirming what that person is doing, praise God, but a fresh insight that, from God, that that person does not operate by the Spirit of God. He's using familiar spirit. Praise God. And so on and so forth. You need it, I'm talking from the ministerial point of view, but you don't need it only because you are going to go and minister. In every day of your life, it can be used, it can manifest. But what I'm saying is that until you begin to press in, you will not see these operations. If you are not hungry for it, it doesn't come to manifestation. Are you listening to me? So, the first set I want to teach about the gifts of the Spirit are what is called the revelational gifts. There are nine of them. We have power gifts. The one that is for power, 
when you want to see manifestation of power, there are three of them. When you want to see revelation, when something is to be revealed, what is not known, be known, they are called revelational gifts. Then there is another three that deals with your vocals. It deals with your voice. It deals with your vocal cords. They are called vocal gifts. They have to, uh, uh, there's a manifestation of it that has to do with your voice. You have to voice out. That's how it manifests. So when you want to talk about revelational gifts, the gifts that reveal, there are three of them. That's where I'm starting tonight. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discernment of spirits. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discernment of spirit. So in the revelational gifts, there is one that is higher than the others. Praise God. Amen? Praise God. There is the word of wisdom. In the revelational gifts, this one is the highest. Word of what? Wisdom. Word of wisdom. Everybody say word of wisdom. That's not the one I'm going to teach today, but I'm going to teach it along this series. The word of wisdom gives us the revelation of the plans and purposes in the mind of God. His supernatural insight in the realm of the spirit that reveals, that brings to you, thank you Holy Ghost, the plans, everybody say plan, the plans and purposes in the mind of God. The plans and what? Purposes in the mind of God. You see, that's why it's powerful. Who can know what's in God's mind? Nobody can except the spirit. So when you have access to that insight, when you have insight into what is in the mind, that is in the plan and purposes in the mind of God, when you have a glimpse of that, that's powerful. Because what's the plan and its purpose is final. Do you understand that? So when God shows you, reveals to you what's in the mind concerning a person, Concerning a place, concerning uh, a city, amen, a nation, that's the ultimate. Praise God. So you, you can stop me if you didn't, didn't get it. Somebody didn't get me. Is it definition? If you didn't get me, you can't. You can just put up your, it's Bible study. That's why Bible study is good. It's just some of you are not bold, or maybe I scare you too much. You can just say, Pastor, we didn't get that last statement. It's allowed in Bible study. Do you understand? We didn't get that last statement. Then, just quickly write it down. 
And that doesn't mean you stop me every time. Joy, you hear that? I'm only, I'm only pulling her legs. Because she was happy when I said that. So I'm just, I'm just pulling her legs. I love Joy. Joy is one of my... Let me not cause Wahala. She's, she's just a special child. Amen. We are all special, aren't we? Uh, praise God. Just to balance it off. So, so that is the word of wisdom. That's not what I'm teaching today, but I have to because I just have to mention those other revelational gifts. Number two. Number two. Uh, I want to talk about word of knowledge. Uh, the word of knowledge gives us the revelation of the facts that are now or have been. What has happened that is not uh, revealed to everybody can be revealed to you. You see, word of wisdom has not happened. Do you understand? But word of knowledge has happened. We know. You just did not know the information, but you can know it by the Spirit. For example, I can know that, well, uh, you may not know for example, if I, can, if I can say now, I can say now, there is somebody here called Jacob. Before the person mentions the name, is there anybody who knows anybody called Jacob here? Ah, so it's not a secret. Okay. Benga can, in case you don't know, Benga's middle name is Jacob. All right, some of you don't know that. All right. Okay, what I'm saying is that, now, there are one or two people who don't know. Kerry, did you know his middle name is Jacob? No, you didn't know. But you see, it's an established fact that his middle name is what? It's not, what I'm saying is that, that it's not a revelation. It's a, it might be a revelation to you that didn't know, but it's a fact and when was that fact established about Bega? Since when he was born, long time ago. Like, like all these people playing foul to you. They say, "Oh, your mother's maiden name is uh, so 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 and so." Uh -huh. <laughs> it's a fact, you know. <laughs> Some of you will be scared when somebody tells you that. Huh, it must be from God. It's not every supernatural manifestation. That is of God. And that is why I'm teaching this one first. It's called discernment of spirit. Ability to be able to discern what is of God and what is not of God. Ah, if there's anything that has punished the 21st century, it is this thing. I was, I was appalled the other day. A so-claimed Pentecostal preacher is asking a lady on the in front of his so-called church. It's not a church, as far as I'm concerned, to to uh, to undress her underwear. Why, why is that? Why? I'm sorry that I even mentioned it. It has already started upsetting me. 
you will see people say, ah, oh, he's of God. Oh, man of God. <laughs> the devil is fellowshipping with you right there. And people can't decide. They can't decide that this is not of God. How do you know whether something is of God or not? That's why you need the gift of discernment. Let me quickly tell you the secret of the gift of discernment. It's a hearing and a seeing. Praise God. A lot is going on in the earth that. And the Bible says even if the very elect were not careful, they will be taken away. Let's quickly go into discernment of spirit. <laughs> Maybe we are laughing. Praise God. Someone once said, how do I, okay, let me define it for you. Discernment of spirit gives supernatural insight. Write it down. Supernatural insight into the spirit world. That's it. Supernatural insight into the spirit world. To discern means to perceive by seeing or hearing. To perceive by seeing or hearing. Therefore, discerning of spirit is the same thing as seeing or hearing in the realm of the spirit. Seeing or hearing in the realm of the spirit. Supernatural insight into the spirit world. Now, where, where discernment is limited is that we need to study the other two, which is word of wisdom, word of knowledge, for us to know where it's limited. But I can, I can quickly give you that. Praise God. Discernment of spirit is, has, has more limitations. It's limited in range of operation to the other two. And this is the reason, the word of wisdom and word of knowledge, I mean, it's different from the word of wisdom and word of knowledge because its revelation is limited to a single class of objects, is spirits. It only deals with spirits, discernment of spirits. It's spirits you are discerning. It's spirits that you are checking whether this one is a right spirit or wrong spirit. In word of wisdom, word of knowledge, it can deal with persons, not only spirit. It can deal with persons, it can deal with places, can deal with people, it can deal with cities and nations. Amen. It's also supernatural inside, but it deals with many objects. Unlike discernment of spirit, it only deals with what? The spirit. Praise God. I said, with what? With the spirit. Praise God. Okay. Then I move into what discernment of spirit is not. Amen. There was. Um, can you help me take it off now? 
praise God. Can I be short of the internet? How many of you have been blessed so far? Now, make sure you tell your friends. Let them come and learn these things. After teaching this, I don't know when I will, you yourself, if you have been taught something, you are blessed. Do you want it to be taught again? You are not asking me. Uh, you don't want it to be taught again. Why? Why don't you want it to be taught? You want to go for something? There are other things to learn. But you see, people who don't show up in church, they, they, they delay us. You understand? They make us repeat things because a good heart of a pastor will still want to teach them. Praise God. So don't let it, uh, don't let it uh, stop. So I'll give you a tip of the iceberg today. We will conclude discernment of spirit later. But I'm going to bring my son now. He's going to continue. I apologize. I had an emergency assignment from RCCT. Am I off the internet? Okay. All right. Praise God. So it's family time, all right? So I have to go and do that assignment now. I'm so sorry. I apologize. But I'm sure you have been blessed. All right. Praise God. Amen. So let me bring my son up to just wrap it up for me. Uh, please join me in welcoming Minister Gwinga right now. Hallelujah. Don't go back on the internet. Though. So that only here people will know. <laughs> Amen. Now, what have we learned so far? Can we do just a little recap? We are talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that has been given to every man to profit. Can everybody hear me? I think the mic is. So that's beginning for every man to profit. Now pastor has talked about the revelational gifts, which is the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discernment of spirit. He started with discernment of spirit, telling us what it is, supernatural insights into the spiritual realm, into the spirit world. And he told us it is limited to what? Just for spirits. Hallelujah. Now, one of the other things you should note is that what kind of spirit are we talking about? There's demonic spirit. There's the human spirit. There are angels, which are also spiritual beings. So, those are the three categories of the spirits that you can have supernatural insights into to know which is which. Hallelujah. Now, one of the other things I also want you to know about this is why it is important. Can we open our Bibles? I hope I find it. I think it's 1 John chapter 
1 of chapter 4, which talks about the, the reason why we need to have discernment of spirits. 1 John chapter 4, from verse 1. Can we have it on the screen, please? 1 John chapter 4, from verse 1. I think I'll be reading it up to verse 6 or so. He said, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone into the world. Verse 2. Hereby you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus is come in the flesh is of God. Verse 3. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard of that it should come and even now already is in the world. Let's stop there. So you need to be able to be able to discern which is which amongst the spirits that operate. You are not the only being on the earth. There are many other spirits. And it doesn't respect the class or the activity that is going on around you. They can show up anywhere. Hallelujah. Even in church, they do show up. How do I know? Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16. Let's start reading from, I think it's verse 16. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16. We all know about Paul, a servant of the living God. Very spiritual. Had so many revelations. Yet, that spirit was with him for a few days and he did not know. It can be very, very subtle. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16. Let me read it from my side. Since they don't want to help me. Acts 16, verse 16. 16, 16. And it came to pass, as we went to, we went to where? We went to where? Very good. A certain damsel possessed by, with the spirit of divination, met us. And brought her masters much gain by suit saying. Go on. The same followed Paul and us and Christ saying, This men are the servant of the most high God, which shew us unto us the way of salvation. 18. And she did this how many days? Many days. Now let's stop. What was she saying? These are the servants of God who have come to show us the way of salvation. Was that a correct definition of what Paul and Silas and the Barnabas were doing? Very fantastic. So, it knew their mission. It aligned itself with them, but there is a motive and a purpose. Now, write this down too. When it comes to discernment of spirit, there is a motive and a reason why they appear. Sometimes it is for deception. Sometimes it is for they to align themselves with evil men of God sometimes so that they can be able to distort the gospel of Jesus. The Bible says that many spirits have gone into the world. Even it says the church should be careful of the doctrine of devils because it is present. And if you are not careful, you will not be able to discern 
which is which. So this damsel aligned herself with them. If Paul did not cast it out, what will happen? Paul will leave that place after a certain number of days. Don't forget, she had brought her master's what? Much gain. And she was already doing it before they came on scene. Am I right? She aligned herself with them and she was part of the ministry. They were joining together. And she was telling them, these are the servants of God who have come to show us the way of salvation. And she did it many days. If Paul had not rebuked that spirit, when Paul leaves that particular place, who will become the next evangelist in that area? That is it. Every spirit, that's why you need to test to know, is this of God or is it not? Any man will preach and preach the doctrine of men or the doctrine of devils. That's why you have to be like the Berean Christians to know. You go back and study. Is this correct or not? Don't just be bamboozled by much language or much demonstration or much activity. It doesn't, that is not the way to test. You must know the source of every spirit that is speaking. Because when they come, that's how, what, what discernment of spirit is. You must know the source, that is where it is coming from. And two, the motive and the reason why it is doing it. Hallelujah. Discernment of spirit. Very, very critical among the gifts. Because you need to test every spirit. First John 4, read from 1 to 6 again when you get home. Now, this brings me to how I will round up. Because how can you properly design? The Holy Spirit may show you, which he does, but the Holy Spirit works by the word of God. If you are not familiar with the nature and character of God and the consistency of the spirit with the scripture, it is very, very easy for you to be, to be deceived. Let me show you. Let's go to the Old Testament. Because, you see, the manifestation of the gifts has started happening from the Old Testament, but it wasn't rampant. But you will see aspects of it, shadows and types. First uh, Kings chapter 3 and verse 9. I took it off. Whoa. First Kings chapter 3 and verse 9. This is after Solomon, and this was the prayer of Solomon. He said, therefore give unto thy servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. And who is able to judge these great people of yours? What he was asking for was discernment. I need to know the ability to be able to discern between good and evil. Now, after these prayers, if you go to verse 16. Verse 16. Now two women came who were hallowed to the king and stood before him. And one woman said, Oh my Lord, this woman and I dwell in the same house, and I gave birth while she was in the house. Then it happened that the third day after, 
I had given birth, that this woman also gave birth, and we were together. No one was with us in the house, except the two of us in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your hand, while your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I arose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was dead. But when I examined him in the morning, indeed he was not my son whom I had born. And the other woman said, no, but the living one is my son and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, no, but the dead one is your son and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. Then, and the king said, the one says, this is my son who lives and your son is the dead one. And the other said, no, but your son is the dead one and my son is the living one. Then the king said, bring me a sword. And they brought the sword before the king. And the king said, divide the living child into two and give half to one and one to the other. Then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king, for he, she yearned with compassion for her son. And she said, oh, my Lord, give her the living child and by no means kill him. But the other said, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. And the king answered and said, give the first woman the living child and by no means kill him, for she is the mother. Now, long story, but he wanted to discern between good and evil. The king was first confused. How do I discern this matter? In that kind of a case, how do you judge? There's no DNA technology. It will even take time for us to take samples and go to the lab. Who even says the lab cannot be mistaken? Because the Bible says they were hallowed, so... How do we know in the pool of stuff which one is which? But what did the king do? He said, bring me a, bring me a, what is the shadow and the type? When you say about the sword of the spirit, which is what? That is how you design. If you are not familiar and consistent with the word, even your discernment will be poor, very poor. These gifts have been given for us to have profit, but they walk hand in hand with you knowing the word of God. You cannot just pray and ask for the giftings of the Holy Spirit to manifest without you having proper relationship with the word of God. And it is so for every other gift. What did I say? It is so for every other. You, when pastor gets to prophecy, you will see. Because some people will see something and they just say it. Things that are not consistent with the nature and character of God. Prophecies must exalt, must build up. Word of knowledge must edify you and bring faith rising you. Why? When I tell you, how did the woman at the pool, at the, at the well of Samaria, Design that Jesus was the son of God. When he told her, you have had five husbands, and the one you are currently living with, the man I met by a well, how did he know? And what happened? She became an evangelist because she believed, and she went out and publicized the message. There is a reason for every gifting. When pastor was saying, he doesn't show up every time. It means there is an oppression of the spirit that wants to take place in that place. That is why that gift manifests. There is a reason. It's not just... These gifts are for service. Hallelujah. 
the gifts are for service. It makes your Christian work easier. It makes you being able to disciple people easier. It makes you to be able to win souls easier when you are operating in these gifts. It was easy to bring salvation to that woman because Jesus told, he didn't do many preaching. After he gave the word of knowledge, the woman was already convinced. I said, you must be a prophet. How would they know that you are a real child of God? If you walk into your workplace one day and the spirit of God enables you to see something about your colleague and you reveal things that they know that there is no way you could have known. You bring profit to the kingdom of God. The giftings of God are for service, to profit, but profit the kingdom. Hallelujah. It will help you sometimes, but mostly it is for service. For us to be able to disciple people effectively. We need not shy away from the giftings of the Holy Spirit, but we need to know its proper place and its proper use. And we need to grow in word, in knowledge of God, to understand the nature and character of God. If not, every vision will seem to you as if it is from God. Hallelujah. You sleep at night. Something is pressing you down. And then you just finish from a deliverance service. Then you wake up and say, these people are still following me. They are still here. You need to do more prayers. See, you are going to be fighting on the strength of your lack of understanding that Jesus Christ has already won the victory. I just have to enforce it. What you see in dreams is not a real replica of what is happening if you don't interpret it by the word of God. Is it consistent with the scripture? Hallelujah. Let us wrap up. I think I am done. I've done my job. Shall we stand up to our feet and let us pray? Now you have dealt deep, not as deep as Pastor will have taken you, because I mean, I'm, I'm still learning. But then we understand that there is a gift of the discernment of spirits. The Bible has told us that many spirits have been pumped into the world and they're already here. Not everybody that you see walking past you is a human being. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Not everyone. Don't look at your neighbor. I didn't say your neighbor. People are already looking at. <laughs> Shall we lift up our hands and cry out tonight? The Bible says, convert spiritual gift. It is already in you. Pray that, Lord, let this manifest in my life. Pray now, pray now, pray now, pray now. Pray now.